When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Our intrepid reporter joins us from he, of course, Simon Hampton, uh, Kiwi-based, well, sorry, New US-based Kiwi Sports Juno. Uh, you can catch him on the 3rd and 5 podcast. Great to have you back on SENZ, Simon. Do we find you well? We do, Daniel. Yep, great to, great to be back uh, talking with you. And, yeah, uh, sitting here in Brooklyn today. So you've got the NBA draft on today, the Stanley Cup playoffs. You've got some rugby we're going to talk about as well. But uh, I'm sure the NBA draft, wearing suits, and teenagers becoming instant millionaires, probably grabbing most of the headline stateside. Yeah, it's the big uh, talking point today, happening uh, about 10 minutes uh, from my house down at the Barclays Centre in Brooklyn tonight, uh, the NBA draft. And the NBA as a whole is sort of, um, you know, sitting with this news about Kyrie Irving and whether he'll uh, be on the move uh, from Brooklyn this off-season. That's obviously um, teams are sort of aware of that and, and potentially um, getting ready to make a move for him, potentially if he becomes available. But, yeah, the draft is, is pretty exciting stuff. It, it sounds like from uh, the ESPN reporter, Adrian Wojnarowski, who's usually pretty on the money, that the top three draft selections are, are pretty much set in stone. Jamari Smith going to Orlando, Chet Holmgren going to the Oklahoma City Thunder, and, and Paolo Banquero going to the Houston Rockets. So those... Uh, look pretty set. But I think the interesting uh, thing for the draft tonight is going to be watching out for Portland with their, their seventh pick. I think Portland are, are going to be pretty aggressive this offseason as they try and build a contender around Damian Lillard. We've already seen them trade for uh, Jeremy Grant from the Detroit Pistons. And I think uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they see that seventh round pick tonight as, as something that's more valuable to them in a trade for someone that can help them next season versus someone uh, who's a bit younger and would help them down the line. So I think Portland will definitely be a team to watch tonight. Well, people dream on draft picks, don't they? Um, not only fans, but also uh, back-of-office staff. Are there any generational talents in this? Are any of those top three likely to change a franchise overnight? Uh, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, you never know. I mean, you know, there's all sorts of stories of, you know, elite players. Giannis went, went down in the 15th overall, I think, when he got picked by Milwaukee. But I don't think there's a Zion or a LeBron or, or someone like that coming through that, that's just clearly going to be a, a superstar and not going to take too long. I think these top three picks are all pretty, they were pretty clearly the the top three draft favourites. Um, 
but I, I, I'm, I'm not entirely convinced they're, they're going to be, you know, uh, the, the blue chip prospects that, that we talk about that are, that are, that are locked in to, uh, to turn one of these teams around. You painted a wonderful picture last time I spoke to you about uh, ahead of the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl parties. Are the NBA draft parties in the, U- uh, in the US that you've invited yourself to? You're good at that. No, no, it doesn't quite have the same thing. Uh, it doesn't, believe it or not, the uh, yeah, watching um, you know, yeah, a bunch of nineteen-year-olds in suits get called up and, and watching Adam Silver um, announce you know who's on the clock. It does not quite uh, bring about the same level of excitement <laughs> yeah. as a Super Bowl party, but but I'm, but I'm sure people will still be very interested in, in, in watching on uh, tonight for sure. Yeah, but but you you've hinted at the biggest stories. It's then what's next with some of the stars like Kyrie Irving. That 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 is a massive piece, and where he goes will be fascinating. His story is um a colourful one over the last twelve months with uh, the Nets. Yeah, it's been frustrating to to be a Brooklyn Nets fan and uh, and and follow this team because it feels like there's just been problem after problem with Kyrie Irving. And when he's on the court, he's a brilliant player. We saw him drop 60 points on Orlando um, in the back half of the season when he was back playing for them and, and regularly put up uh, brilliant numbers. But that's when he's on the court. And, and there's been huge problems with getting him on the court. And, and I think the Brooklyn Nets and their Kiwi general manager, Sean Marks, uh, as far as the reporting goes, it sounds like they are starting to play a bit of hardball with Kyrie Irving and, and they're not prepared to offer him one of these long-term supermax contracts because the reliability is just not there and they're looking for something shorter. And, and Kyrie has turned around and said, well, if I'm not going to get a big contract here, then, then perhaps I'm going to look elsewhere. So that's going to be uh, the big story over the next week or two as uh, the NBA off-season uh, kicks into gear. Let's go to ice hockey. Lord Stanley's Cup's up for grabs, of course, with four games into the best of seven series uh, between the two-time champion, the Tampa Bay Lightning, up against the Colorado uh, Colorado Avalanche. Man, this, this this is really tough to pick. Talk about wild swings. Avalanche win game two by seven goals to nil. And then the Lightning bounce back in game three, 6-2. I, I can't pick this one other than it's going to seven games, isn't it, Simon? It just looks like it's written in the stars there. Well, I thought it was, and I thought, I thought for sure Tampa Bay were going to win uh, at home yesterday. Uh, um, down there in Tampa, there was... Uh, complaints from Colorado about the ice down in Florida. Obviously, Florida in June is, is pretty hot, um, <laughs> and so there was, there was concerns that the the ice was um, just melted just enough to to make it a little bit difficult for Colorado to play on. Colorado is always known as, as a really strong offensive team, and Tampa Bay is always known as a very strong defensive team. And um, you know, we saw that with that seven nil win that you mentioned. But yeah, I think these two teams are very evenly matched. Last night, the game going to overtime, Colorado winning it. I think if Tampa Bay can pull back and win in Colorado in game five and make it 3-2, then I think it's going to seven. But I do fancy the Avalanche to go home with this momentum after an overtime win and steal the series. I know Tampa Bay are two-time defending champions and desperate to to get a three-peat, but it feels like there's a lot of momentum and a lot of um, energy around this Colorado Avalanche side uh, for them to go out and and bring this title home. Uh, Let's finish off, Simon, by talking uh, rugby in the United States. Uh, For years and years and years, it seems so rugby's desperately tried to get uh, a foothold in that massive market in the United States. It's a big weekend. Uh, take centre stage, and centre stage is a bit dramatic. It's probably more off Broadway, isn't it? It's more of an off Broadway production. Uh, but Major it's League Rugby is what? Yeah, it's a little bit more niche. A little bit. 
<laughs> a little bit off Broadway, but what a big weekend for, for for footy in the US. Yeah, it's exciting. You know, it's, it, it is an exciting time for US rugby. We've got the, the 2031 Rugby World Cup uh, for men and, and the 2033 Rugby World Cup for women coming coming to America. But you know, in the the immediate term, you're right. The uh, the Major League Rugby final is taking place at the Red Bull Arena out in, in New Jersey, where the New York Red Bulls Major League Soccer team play, and so that'll be. Rugby New York taking on the Seattle Sea Wolves, uh, two of the top teams from Major League Rugby this year. A couple of, or well, three ex-All Blacks actually playing for New York, Nehem Milner-Scudder, Waisaki Naholo and, and Andy Ellis. So um, a couple of Kiwis to keep an eye on there. Uh, I think this league's, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. You, you touched on the crowded American sports landscape. It's tough for, for a new developing league to, to gain a foothold. But the beautiful thing about it in America is you don't have to be that big to have a bit of success. And so I think rugby is trying to just find its little, carve out its little niche in America. And they seem to be doing a good job. It sounds like ticket sales are, are reasonably strong for this final and, and they, they're growing the game nicely and, and obviously attracting a few uh, ex-stars over to uh, over state stateside helps uh, a lot in that. Yeah, I'm not sure if you had a chance to maybe speak to some of these uh, former uh, All Blacks who are in it. Have you? Are they impressed with the standard? Yeah, well, you, you referenced the uh, podcast, and I'll, I'll take this opportunity to plug it because we had Nehem Milner Scudder on our podcast last night to preview the final, and he was he was glowing about it. He said um, he said actually quite a lot of the players in these squads are guys that just missed out on the NFL and came through college playing football in America and dreamed dreaming of making the NFL and when they, they couldn't quite make the NFL they, they picked up contracts in Major League Rugby and these guys are enormous um, the, the, the way he described it was it would basically make uh, Sonny Bill Williams um, look like skin and bones basically so <laughs> that's been kind of eye opening for him he's coming up against some uh, pretty big guys um, but he's, he's been uh, really uh, passionate about it. He's, he's enjoyed it. He said that some of the games have felt like Midas in Cup or NPC games back in New Zealand. Um, they played to that standard. And, and I think what's really impressed him has been the energy and the appetite to learn and, and um, to develop their rugby. A lot of the players, you know, are just eager to talk to guys like Milner Scudder and, and Andy Ellis about, you know, tips and advice and, and develop. And so, uh, there does seem to be a real appetite to, to try and uh, improve rugby in America. Yeah, so it's the uh, Seattle Seawolves away from home up against uh, Rugby New York in that one. Uh, Simon, I, I, I absolutely adore some of the nicknames in that competition. Uh, the New England Free oh, Jacks. Yeah, you need to... I'm not sure what that means. Well, need... I don't know. That's that, that's what I thought people wore to um, Capitol Hill on January 6th, maybe. Uh, Old Glory to... DC. That's fantastic. But it's the LA team I'm fascinated go... by. The L.A. Yeah. G- Jiltiness? Jilt. It looks like it's a, just, ju- a martini glass. Is there? Is there? No, that's, that's is exactly there a symbol? That's, that's, so, yep, the L.A. and the Austin teams, I think they're owned by the same person who may well be involved in the nightclub scene out in <laughs> California. Got and ya. so I think one's the Giltinis and one's the Gildronis or something. So yeah, I'm that's spinning a... off the martini and the Negroni. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I just turned those into a... It's so. brilliant. That is brilliant. Um, the yeah. LA Giltinas. It's, it's, um, it's, it's up awesome. there with. It's up there with. That's my new love and sport is following that uh, team. That, that's my team for the next uh, next um, well, uh, of version of Major League Rugby. Simon, great to hear your voice, mate. Appreciate your time. Enjoy your weekend and stay safe over there stateside.
Thank you. That is Simon Hampton looking at the NBA draft, Stanley Cup uh, Plus. It's 3-1, Colorado uh, uh, leading the Avalanche. No, uh, the Avalanche leading the Lightning. I'm still tipping Game 7. I I just think strange things are still to come. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.